Blog Talk Radio. Call me Big Ange. 
I knew it. I I, I was gonna say Big Ken. <laughs> I, I didn't. Want to, you know, I was gonna say I was gonna say Big Big Booty in. <laughs> so we got a special. Okay, because we got a guest coming on. So let me play the promo for Love at First Night. That'll give you enough time to text your girlfriends to share with your people to post it on there. Post the number the link to the show because I want everybody to to tune in tonight because we got a lot of shit to talk about and I definitely want to talk about this show a lot of questions I have and bitch you, you know we got big and big and now I'm not going to start because I was just about to say big booty and so let me stop because it it, it, it stick with me <laughs> so we got big and as you my guest God bless we got her as my guest host so I said listen Let's bring on the show. So let me play the promo, and then we're gonna bring on our special guest. Let me let me let me play this promo for those hey that don't know about the show. I'm Jaden. Yes, and we are on the new web series Love at First Night. It tells a little bit about how we got together. This beautiful couple right here. I have a crazy love story. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's full of drama. You'll laugh. You'll cry. You might even learn something. Yeah. But Make sure you tune in in June and see how we got together. Petty, petty love story. A very petty love story. A very petty love story. Petty wow. Petty wow. Mm-hmm. Petty crocker. Petty. That's cute. Petty crocker, right? <laughs> <laughs> You'll love it. <laughs> petty crocker. I'll be knowing. I love it. You'll be knowing. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you, baby. Let me cute, y'all. Look at his face. Okay, there we go. So we got Jaden on. I got him in queue. So bring him on. What's up, Jaden, for the hit show? I love to call the guests mm-hmm. by their character name because it's just, it, it makes it more uh, relatable because that's how everybody <clears> knows. <throat> so what's up, man? How you doing? Hey, how are you? I'm good, good. How are you? Good. I'm doing wonderful. I was great this morning. I post on my Facebook page. I said, I want a relationship like a Spencer and a Jaden. That's the relationship mm-hmm. I wanted. Not dealing with a I'm man not. that's kind of bipolar and got, like, anxiety issues. X that <laughs> out. I want a man oh. that, you know, is a producer. <laughs> you, know, you know, I'm just keeping it real. Yeah. Not against anxiety because you just never know because you went through a lot, but we're going to get into that. But no, I really want a relationship like that because let me tell you, it's so many web series shows out, and they don't really show like dark skinned men. They don't really show like masculine, like masculine kind of feminine. They always show these big bodybuilders to be the main characters. And I said, I can't relate to that because I don't have a six pack and everything is gorgeous. You know, everything is perfect. So that show really show like a normal. Um, typical what you would find in a gay relationship, you know, starting out. So it, congrats on just showing that Thank and you. really giving that character what you gave it your all, and I and I love that. Everybody has just Thank been tuning in, watching, it. hitting me up. Like, when did this come out? That's I said it came name. out on last year. So, ladies and gentlemen, let me give you a round of applause before I um get this interview started because we got Ann. Big Ann, did you enjoy the show? Okay, Big Ann. I here. loved it. I loved it. Like, Jaden <laughs> was so definitely my fave, for sure. Yeah. 
And Spencer was just a total sweetheart. I <laughs> yes, total sweetheart. Uh, with the show, one question that I have: uh, How easy was it to transitioning to acting? Because I, I've talked to a lot of folks that um, do these web series, and the main question, I mean, the main answer they give me, while I never had experience acting, this was my first show, so experience. Um, love at first night. Um, so I am actually currently going to school. So I actually it was a kind of a different transition for me because I actually um normally do theater. So I'm a theater actor. Um, I never okay. did any like um on screen things. So love at first night. I did like I did a couple of videos and stuff like that. But I love at first night was my actual like first on screen type of production that I had done. Um, so yeah, I normally do a, a theater. So I, I'm actually getting my degree right now, in dramatic arts, uh, here in New York. So I mean, um, which I'm graduating next semester. Um, so you know, it's a, it's a, it, it's, I'm very used to it. It was something that definitely um, I enjoyed a lot. Um, very different territory for me, but I, I mean, acting is acting is my thing. I love it. It's my passion. So yes, and I love theater actors because it's something about theater. That you really have to put your all into it. Ever since Brandy did Chicago, I really started to get into you know theater and, and watching how the actors really interact and it's really like live. So you transitioning right, yeah. into this web series, you brought it like you just brought it. And shout out to the production because I look at a lot of shows now and it'd be so fucking boring. They don't even the acting <laughs> is just like how the hell did they get this part? They must be fucking the director, the the producer, because the acting just Ooh. not there. But the acting Ooh. in Love at First yeah. Night was top notch, and I have to be brutally honest. It was, it was yeah. like I can see this show on logo. Yeah. So they actually had the. Um, they actually we actually all auditioned. So it was like an actual. Um, it was like an actual process that we all had to go through. What's crazy is. I was a funny story because I don't think people know the whole entire story about that. Like you tell kind of bits and pieces of it during different interviews and things like that. But um, so I was actually one of three guys that were last running running up for that part. Um, mm. So I actually we so there was two other guys that was actually there. So I actually had to do a chemistry read with Kyle, and so when I went in and did my chemistry read, um, I had never met him before. We were like. They were like, okay, we're going to record this. It's down to three guys. So I honestly didn't even know if I was going to get the part. I was like, well, I mean, I made it this far, so we'll see what happens. We went in, chemistry. Literally, when I go into the room to to, to do the reading, um, that was my first time meeting Kyle. And, like, you know, that we're just like, you just like, give it your all. So I'm just like, okay, here we go. So, I mean, Kyle is like, literally, I mean, this is the first day we met each other. Never met this guy. And he's like laying in my arms. And we're, like, talking and, like, gazing into each other's eyes. And we're, like, doing all this, like, I mean, before we even, like, this was, chemistry was way before we even, like, got on screen. Like, this was the first time. Oh, wow. Went. So, oh when, they, when they, yeah, so when they went home and watched the tape, um, so Terry, you know, went Sean to record it, because Sean was recording each person that day. And so when he went home and showed Terry, he's like, he's it. I want him to do it. Hmm. That's it? Oh. Wow, because I, I, I'm like, it was meant. Like, the chemistry was there. Like, the the chemistry, it was just like to the point I was reading the comments. 
in the comments, majority of us like, oh my god, I thought y'all was a, in a in a real relationship. I thought this was real. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 yeah I was gonna ask that, if you guys are really together. together. Yeah. yeah, people people actually ask us that even still a year later, um, if we're dating or if we're together. Like, there's a lot of people who, you know. They they they're afraid to even you know speak to me because they're like we didn't know we didn't know if you were like dating him I'm like no no it's cool like you could talk to me it's it's, it's a cool like I'm I'm cool like that like I love to like engage with the fans of the show I love to like meet people um, who've seen the show and who show a lot of love to the show it's really it's really fun for me to like really show people love back too you know what I'm saying so I try to do that as much as I can when I do meet people so yeah yeah I'm not a big to you. Yes, Big Ed, you, you had what? a question, right? Cause you I'm saying I'm not afraid to speak to you. <laughs> <laughs> if you see me, yeah, make sure you definitely say, hey, or what's up? I mean, I definitely, like, I'll show love, definitely show love back. Now, with the show, what was the biggest challenge? What was one of, one of your biggest challenges doing, um, take, while y'all was taping the show? Um, so my biggest challenge, honestly, um, I had never done any type of sex scenes or anything like that before um so i was a little bit nervous about that going into that uh but i mean kyle is somebody who is very he has he has, he's very headstrong and he has he has his stuff together you know what i'm saying so when i went in i was like really nervous and i was like kyle i don't know this is weird for me um and granted like it wasn't even like a real i thought it was beautifully done so when i you know after doing it, I mean, I guess we were, like, in our underwear, so it was nothing that was actually heavily sexual that was happening between me and him. Um, it was all the illusion of that, alluding to the fact that we were having um, sexual relations, but we, we weren't. Um, but I was a little bit nervous about that because I'm like, I've never done this. I don't know um, how I'm going to respond to this or if I'm going to look awkward doing it or, like, what's going to happen. But, um, but I mean, I did it. You know, I we, we, we Kyle really was comforting me a lot in, in that regard to make sure that like I was really comfortable doing that. So, um for it being my first time, honestly, if it, 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 it was a challenge for me even as an actor, because none in, in any direction of my acting career have I ever done anything like that. And uh uh-huh. but once I went back and watched it I was like, Oh my god, this is beautiful like you know, and and I loved it even more. So I'm, I'm that was like the biggest challenge for me was like actually doing the sex the sex scene part of it. Yeah, I, but the chemistry even with that was good. That's what the whole acting come into play, and that's when you know when you do something that you never did before and just overcome that. It, it comes out beautiful. Like I was like, wow, and what, it's just the storyline pretty much was so was was good because it really talked about today generation what we currently go through with the Instagram. You know, right. um, leaking news, sending news on Instagram. I've never done Instagram. <laughs> I've right. always done Jack, <laughs> but you got to, I, I never oh. done Instagram. Like, send me your DM on Instagram. Like, I, I just never looked at Instagram like that. But I know a lot of my friends do crazy shit like that. But I'm glad that the show really was like in today's era of how it is being young and gay and dating. You have a roommate and a roommate is currently talking to somebody, but the roommate ain't they make the cut. So the guy go to the other, you know, to 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 the roommate, but your friend. This is pretty much I, I've I've seen folks like that when they live with somebody and they bring a guy in the house, but the guy goes to the roommate. They say, "Oh, well, I like your roommate better," and that kind of like messes up a friendship. But in the show, it it didn't give off like that because y'all just connected. It was the chemistry was there in the first episode, and the chemistry was just 
it, it just outweigh anything that you had with the other guys. And I was like, damn. But I'd have been pissed yeah, off we- too because you left the party and you went with <laughs> Spencer. I was like, wow, like that's bold. Yeah, it was. I mean, it, it was. It was really. It, I mean, even when we read the story, it was, I was kind of just like, "Oh, you know." What I mean, and, and the thing about it that we really wanted to bring to with the show is that we really wanted everybody to be represented. You know what I'm saying? We wanted sto- certain stories that don't normally get talked about to be represented. We wanted it to be very real. We wanted it to be very real life, and um, a lot of those experiences came from from Terry's mind and just some of the things that he actually went through with some of his friends. So he actually wrote about mm. it. So some of those experiences were actually his friends. Um, <laughs> he just kind of wanted to like, he, he was really interested in like talking about that and putting that into kind of like into a show. So what you guys are watching are a lot of real life situations where people have been trying to navigate it. It was beautifully structured into this story. Um, but those are like real life people that he, that he's talking about. Right. And that's what I knew. Mm-hmm. Whoever was the writer really kept it real. You know how sometimes people write stuff. You're like, "Girl, this is relatable." I'm not. I'm not gonna have <laughs> right. not. This is so. But this was a relatable show. And I said, "Oh, okay." Because at first I didn't want to. I didn't want to get into the show. But the show, it was. It's this the same producer that produced No Shade, correct? Yes. Yes. No, and I was all into No Shade And then when someone told me You know it's the same people I said okay let me get into the show The show was actually good And I said this is the best show It didn't do too much sex Now I'm not trying to throw shade at other shows I'm not going to say no names But some <laughs> of these other shows are just Pornhub like, Pornhub That's all it's giving you and, and, and just Although a little it, porn isn't bad you know <laughs> I'm a little but over porn just Like little. on your knees like get on your back and the acting is not there. You know that old school porn they used to do with the music. That's what these people. Oh no, not the music. No. You know they don't no, give that. No. But but the, really have you, just because let me say this, I'm not trying to throw shade. Just because you're a porn star does not mean that you can get into acting. You know, be a serious actor. Some porn stars I've seen in some of these web series. I'm like, girl, how did you get this part? You have to bring it, and that's on the producers, job. Because I feel like it's a trend going on. Okay, let me get Hot Rod just as an example, because he got followers, and I know they'll watch a web series. Uh, versus then, let's do a, a table read and let's see how he do. And a lot of shows are not taking that serious and love at first. I can really tell. I can tell by the the product that they really made sure that we have folks in these parts that can really bring it, not just. Get people to tune in because we got two guys on here, and gays love to see guys kiss and, and interact. That's what I was like, uh. So I have one last question with the show. When would the next season come out? Because I know season one came out last year. I, I don't want right. to give like all details of season one because I want more people to tune in. So when would the next season come out? So the next season, we are actually about to start working on very soon. So it should be here. Um, we're going to start working on it in the spring. So it should be here by, we're hoping, uh, back in so summer again. Um, so we're shooting okay. for it, the, the season, the second season to be done by the summer. Um, and the reason it's kind of, it, it's, a, it, it, you know, it's it's a very passionate process. And we nobody is equally as the actors to the production team to the writing. We wanted everybody because being an artist and as you guys can see that's reflected in that work in the show, um, 
we want each person that is invested in the show wants it to be amazing. We want it to be great. So we want to make sure that we realize that by the response that we got from season one that we really, really, really want to make sure that when we came with season two, we really came with it. You know, so you guys are in for a treat. Um, we all are super excited about working on the show, uh, the second season of it. And so you guys are really, really, really going to like, really love. If you guys love season one, you're definitely going to be in love with season two. So, All right. Ladies and gentlemen, what's your yeah. Instagram, your Twitter, for the folks can follow you? And, of course, I'm going to promote the show more. I didn't do it on last year like I supposed to. So I said, listen, I'm going to do it this year. I'm going to really promote the show Me because too. people can catch on to it. Yeah, I mean, it's even better now because since season two is about to come, people who haven't, you know, haven't got to experience the show yet, it's a perfect time because they're going to be they're going to be looking at it now and they, they're closer to season two. So they won't have as much as long as a wait um, as everybody else has had. But, you know, so, so everybody that get on to it now, you know, definitely, definitely follow the story and just be ready to, to have that connection story in season two. So. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, this was the show. If you would like to watch the show, you can go on my Facebook page now, on the Wiley Show page, uh, and it's on my Facebook um, page. It's Marquise Wiley. I posted it. Everybody was uh, inboxing me about it. I don't know how can you inbox me about it, and I just did a live video with the link in there. But, of course, a lot of folks just, I don't know. But the show is out <laughs> now. I just don't know. Like, oh, I, don't I have get IG it. Twitter. My bad. I didn't even say that. I didn't even say my IG Twitter. My bad. Sorry. Okay, yeah, go ahead. What's your Twitter? Because I know a lot of folks asked about that, too. Yeah, absolutely, y'all. Follow me. Um, and definitely, definitely, first and foremost, um, definitely follow. So we, we do have um, the actual show has an Instagram and um, Twitter as well. So that is Love at First Night. So you can follow us there. Like to follow everybody in the cast to see back, um, to kind of see behind-the-scenes photos and behind-the-scenes videos, things like that. Um, and to stay current and updated with what's going on with us in the show. Um, but me personally, so my Instagram and Twitter, both same name, is it's Ramad, it's underscore Ramad, so just I-T-S underscore R-A-M-A-D, and you can find me there. Underscore, uh, it's Ramad, underscore it's Ramad, it's Ramad. Like, I'm going to post that. I just tweeted him, so if anybody follow me on Twitter, you can actually hit him up. And I want y'all to support, listen, the community LGBT community, straight community, whatever you want to call yourself, support these programs. Like, if you want to see more, I hear a lot of folks saying, I want to see more shows of gay people of color or to show our, to tell our story. You have to support these shows. If you don't support them, you're not going to see no more. They're not going to do it. You have to support these shows. So, if you see it on the internet, share, comment, watch, enjoy. Because if you do that, a trend will happen in these networks, these major networks are going to be like, okay, it's an audience for these shows. So let's put it on a Fox, like Miss Lawrence with Star and all of that. And we're going to get into that. But if you don't support these shows, how do you expect these shows to go into the next? How do you expect these shows to go to the next level? So again, thank you so much, aka Jadeness, on the show for coming on. And thank you for having me too. Absolutely. Thank y'all for having me. I really appreciate it. Yes. And I'm going to play a record. (laughs) Yes, you did. I actually, and I actually just accepted you. I just, I just accepted you. So we good now. So I'm going to play a song that actually was, that ended um, episode one. Um, Sony Gobain did a song 
and this it made it to the show named Jack, and I really love the song. I know Big Ann, you like the song, so yeah, I'm gonna I play do. it. And then after I play the song, we're gonna do a review of a hit series on Fox Star because I definitely want to talk about that. So let me play this song, and we'll be right back live. <laughs> It's ISIS on the scene. You ain't no foreman. Hmm. Cause what happened? So, bitch, let me tell you. This whack ass nigga done fucking hit me up on Jack. I hope his baby mother knows. Cause if she don't know, well, she best to know. Cause what happened? Never met a motherfucker like me. In every city, best believe I got the key. I'm in the club, in the cut like bandages. They got beef, I got bread, let's make sandwiches. These butch queens be boosting, they mad, yeah, they losing. Hotels prostituting, they call it escorting. Your ugly bitch is too cute for me. Nothing in your name but an Instagram. Just got a notification on the app. Phone blinking, phone ringing, it's Jack. Trade nigga, hit me with that head, be like. Unlock for unlockers, but they dead, be like. Clean up on out, you need a mop bucket. My shit to the gods, my shit to the gods. But I ain't the whole just broke up with my nigga, you should know it. Treat you niggas like a vlog, I'll keep you posted. Word of everything, all these niggas whack. Should have never let the pussy niggas smash off a jack. If I be hopped off the boat, got no paper, no stacks. Niggas the life of the miss one one, come and cash that, cash that. Let me cash that, let me cash that. Should have never let the pussy niggas smash off a jack. All you niggas whack, all you niggas whack Cause they never let the pussy niggas smash up a jerk Niggas on jack ain't shit And all the niggas on grinder looking hit All these bottoms call they self top And all these tops wanna be bottoms My shit so good, gotta wrap that shit up, save it for later I can snatch a nigga from you, make the nigga cater And see him duffel bag full of snow In the summer, soldier your nigga under the pork, he's a pig I make him stutter Just got a notification on the app Phone breaking, phone ringing, it's Jack. Bottom nigga, hit me with that head, be like. Unlock for unlockers, but they dead, be like. They the type of girls that be filling out of H&M, trying to make them pieces hit, but it ain't hitting though. Kid game like breakfast, gotta have them early. Fuck a really day, I give it to them early. Word of everything, all these niggas whack. Should've never let the pussy niggas smash off a jack. If I be hopped off the boat, got no paper, no stacks. Niggas the life of some one one, come and cash that, cash that. Let me cash that, let me cash that. Should've never let the pussy niggas smash off a jack, off a jack. All you niggas whack, all you niggas whack. Should've never let the pussy niggas smash off a jack. I was going by the river, I was shaking that ass. Oh. I was by the river, I was making it cash. With my top verse bottles, where you at? Where you at? With my real niggas making that cash. Okay. Tony Cobain, I am a huge fan. That was Jack. Listen, I love that song. Every time I get on Jack, that encouraged me. All these tops want to be bottoms. That's so true because I am a top and I always <laughs> wanted to be a bottom. But unfortunately, 
like I said on oh. last year, I have came to a conclusion that I am not a power bottom. I tried my best to power bottom, and that's just not for me. I think it was not meant for me to be a power well, bottom. It was meant for me to be up, but I tried. Lord knows I tried. But let me you not tried your best. Knows. But I tried <laughs> to power bottom, okay? And it just didn't do it for me. Like I, I was on it, and I was like, mm, can't do that again. I would never put myself, put my body through that again, because that's a lot of stress trying to take something that you know you can't handle. I tried my best to take it. I couldn't do it. So I'm a top. Okay, I just had to say that. I don't know why I said that, though, because I got to be careful saying that. A lot of times people hit me in my inbox. Like, you know, Wiley, uh, let me get some well, of that poom poom. And I'm like, what is poom poom? And I found out what it was. I, they call it I mean, there's nothing wrong with a little attention, you know. <laughs> and did you get into the show, Star? I, 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 I was just... You know, normally I watch that show, but I was on my way home from the salon when that show came on. So you okay. already know, I end up having... Well, I'm about to catch it on my DVR, but you know... But the show was, let me tell y'all something, the show was really good. And I'm not going to give you a play-by-play. I'm just going to give you what I got out from the show. It really, Lee Daniels is the queen. He's an old-school queen at heart. And you know these old-school queens, these old queens. I always want you to remember that era, that golden era of being gay back in the 80s, 70s, not early 90s, you know. Not throwing shade. I'm just giving my opinion. So Ms. Lawrence yeah. and, 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 and the other girl, um, what's her name? Um, she's so beautiful. Um, uh, is it Anaya? Amaya? The, the, yeah, Amaya Scott. I got it. They really, really pay homage to that era of voguing back in the day when Madonna came over with the whole track. They really pay homage to that era. And I was excited to see that on national television because it's, it's showing gay people and transgender women, um, particularly in a different light into making it like this could be your good, good girlfriend this could be your ghetto girl this can be you know your friend not this whole freak as a lot of folks think transgender women you know you got a lot of folks that think they're freaks and a lot of times they say that because they don't understand transgender women and a lot of them just ignorant just mm-hmm. like Kim Morrell but we're not gonna get into that I was into this show well, tonight, not tonight. Like, it, <laughs> okay it really shows like how it is in the industry. Snorting up cocaine, you know. Star had to sleep with the manager. Uh, well, she didn't get to sleep with the um, manager. Let me not say that. She wanted to sleep with one of the, um, you know, with Lenny Kravitz. She wanted to sleep with him to, for for him to, um, you know, produce her demo. And I and I, I thought one of my mind says a lot of females in real life that have to give up a cooch cooch to make it to the next level. And I've said this numerous of times in private and in person. It's okay to sleep your way to the top. If you get there, you get there. If I had the uh, chance to sleep my way to the top, of course I would do it. I'd be an idiot not to use my God-given talent. Because if I have something <laughs> that's going to get me to the next level, to get me out of the ghetto, I would do it. Shit, if I'm doing it for free anyway, just to stay, you know, I don't understand these folks. But like, well, Wiley, you're going to be known as the slut of the industry. Let me be known as the slut of the industry if I'm there. And then I can work on my character, you know. But I, 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 I wasn't slut shame. A lot of people say, oh, she's stars a slut. She's doing it by any means necessary. But it's a lot of women. 
women need to be honest with themselves. A lot of women that I know that sleep around just for nothing. So if you have the opportunity to sleep around to go to that next level financially, then do it. I'm I'm not shaming you. I was like, go ahead, girl. Yes, get your life. Give him that. <laughs> but get your shit together yeah. first. Don't let no nigga dick you down and you don't get nothing in return. And a lot of niggas will do that. Will sell you fantasies and you won't get nothing. So yeah, so Star really was planning to that. The sister, she was really giving me Whitney Houston teas. The sister was giving me when Whitney took those pills and alcohol and unfortunately she drowned, but this was giving me what artists go through or, you know, and she's not even famous, but dealing with struggle and then trying to bring it into the industry. And a lot of times, a lot of these artists go through things in their personal life when they're not really famous. And when they become famous, they don't know how to put the drugs, the, the alcohol problem behind them. They bring it with them. And, and you become famous, it's going to go higher and higher and higher. So the girl was giving me Whitney Houston. It was really like they was paying homage to Whitney when she fainted in the church from getting high off the, the, the pills and everything because she was singing. And shout out to Tyree. And the show, like it was really like I'm, Lee Daniels, he know what to do. Tyrese was really giving me everything. He was giving me that 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 type of minister that love to fuck the members and everything. So Tyrese, shout out to Tyrese. He really was giving me my life. I am loving this show. I'm loving this show because it is different, and this is what we need. It did not give me Empire trying to be an Empire. No, it's totally different. Totally different. It really talked about everything, like serious topics, like if you're in foster care, getting out of foster care. So the show, I think everybody needs to watch it. And I know you didn't watch this episode, so I'm not going to go into all the details, but those, those are the parts that really stuck out to me. It really did. So since we're talking about shows and talking about different things, I had a question that I wanted to ask you, Big Ann, to you as a transgender woman. And since Everybody was saying to I was talking with two people today and I said, Would you date a trans woman, a transgender woman that is into the uh, 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 prostitution? And that prostitute and the escort, I, I'm gonna just call they call it escorting. And one person said, No, I can do that. Every, you know, both of them said, No, 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 I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna be with her. And then I was, I said, Well, wait a minute. That woman is an entrepreneur. She she is owning her own company. Now, her company is her body. And if she wants to work for herself, be her own boss, then let her be her own boss. I just think like that. I'm not – I used to be conservative, but living in this world and how the economy is, and sometimes it's okay if you want to use your body. Now, mind you, it is risk, and I'm just going to be honest. It's risk to anything when you're owning your own brand and then you're doing mm-hmm. – Something that you know, you know, it's risk in that. But if you can make it, then go ahead. Do you sleep with that man if you want to? Do it. Charge him fifteen to two hundred dollars. Well, no, that's you know that's cheap. But if you're a high end girl, <laughs> charge him because you know, I, I offered somebody two hundred. They said that's too low. So high end, you know, and the only girl I offered money to, I'm not gonna say her name publicly, is I was actually sleeping with her before she transitioned. And then once she, before she, you know, she was transitioned, she was in her, uh, 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 in her first stages. She was still giving me very rough tease. 
So, but now she's very polished. She's very poised. She's giving full flesh woman. And I said, Oh, I want to, you know, can I, you know, can I hit? I'm very brutally honest. Can I hit? I ain't going to try to say, Oh, and she was like, yeah, for a donation. Now, mind you, I didn't know what a Ooh. donation for a donation. Like what the fuck? She a charity case. Like, what is this? Nothing. Not knowing that she's talking about pay her. And I said, okay, well, how much? And at first I said, $40. She said, are you kidding me? And I'm like, yeah, 40, you know, for, to suck my dick. Like $40, that's how I talk. Um, she told me for overnight, it's like $800. And this is this girl told me. And, but just having sex for her to, for me to fuck her, I would have to pay her $500. I'm like, wow. Ooh. Wow. Because I feel like. I look at a transgender. If you're going to escort, I'm going to put you as a corporation. If you get the boobs, you get the butt, you get the nice face, your voice, you get the hormones, everything is just really, you really selling this. I think you can go up. You're going to go higher and higher and higher because you're investing into your company. <laughs> I know a lot of folks get mad yeah. at me. I'm, put, I'm trying to say this. Oh, why are you trying to normalize prostitution? I don't mind it being normalized. It needs to be legal. If you want to sell your body, then go ahead. As long as that personal client is 18 and older, do it. I, I think it should be legal. I don't think you should restrict a lady or a man that want to use their organs to get money. Why not? You want to do that? Do it. It should be legal. That's just how I feel about it. I'm very open-minded. And so back to the topic, they said, would you date somebody? I said, yes, I would date. And I will be an investor, and she will have to give me some money. I will be the pimp. I'm going to be honest. If I date a woman that's doing escort, I'm going to have to pimp out. That's just how I am. I'm going to be her pimp. I just can't be no regular boyfriend. Wow. <laughs> that's what my money. What my money. Babe, you know. You know, that's what I'm going to be. <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm serious. I will be the pimp. So I got big air, big air. Now, what you think about I know you probably said, bitch, what the world is Wiley giving? <laughs> I know you probably going to be like, that's going to get me this. I don't yeah, I want to hear your opinion. I mean, would I date someone that's into escorting? I guess it depends on the person. I mean, if they're really interested in a commitment like that, I know that they probably won't give up what they're trying to do. Most people usually don't. They're like, oh, I've been doing this before I met you. I'm not going to stop doing this. I'm like, okay. So okay. if that's the case, then they have to really be serious about committing and I'm with you. I would I would want in a little bit when it comes to the income. I mean, I'm like, we're together, so what's yours is mine, what's mine is yours. Come on with it. And, you know, I'm open to it just as long as they respect um, boundaries and that they set boundaries with their right. clients. Because I I'm know open. that they, they have they're going to go. Yeah, they'll go above and beyond, you know, sometimes depending on the person. But you know, with escorting, don't let them kiss you. That's a big no no. no that's kissing. for me. No kiss. No, that's me. That just that just that just you know, just me. Now if I purchase of course it's gonna be kissed. I want everything. You know, I want the full package. And it's a certain type of trans women I like. Now I do like trans women. I I didn't I said I'm not into it, but once I started to deal with this particular 
uh, female that was she was transitioning, and I went to her like into her bitch when she would come in the motherfucking apartment. She would take that hair off. She was trying. She was not the real like whoop whoop. She would be a boy. She was illusion, and I really liked. It. I said, "This this is really giving me Disney World. Like this is giving me fantasy. This is this is really playing it to my whole." fantasy like it, it was really giving i'm like bitch i didn't even know i was into this and so when she finally got the booze and everything i said you get the best of both worlds especially those that keep their penis now mind you i if i were to date a trans woman you know she have to have the penis like i don't want her to eliminate that and get a vagina i don't i want her to have it if she got 12 inches keep the 12 inches and i, you, I would still address you as a woman that's not gonna change you okay I just don't. Now, there's some that want to, you know, to go through the sex chain, get everything cut off and everything. No, I prefer that she still have that down there. And that's hers. And, hey, that doesn't take up away from her womanhood. This is 2017. Bitch, get your life. But it is some dangerous, you know, it's it's some danger in it because a lot of trans women um, uh, out here, you know, they're so committed to that life. That it will be hard for them to really find love. I, you know, I would think that it would be kind of difficult to really try to settle down when yet you are dealing with different men every night. But if it's straight women can do that, you know, women that heterosexual that's out here that is well, escorting and everything and having husbands and you know, well, there is children. a difference though. Oh, it's a difference. Okay, tell me the difference. Well, I mean, the difference is that a lot of people still have that stigma in their mind that trans women are not women, and that's okay. where dating gets to be so complex. And then we have to go into this whole spill and say, no, I'm still a woman because I have this and I have that, and then this is how I identify. This is why I'm every day. <laughs> and after a while, when you have to keep explaining yourself to some ignorant right. bastard you just kind of get tired of having to explain yourself, and you just kind of wish that those who do understand and those who do respect you and your and respect your pronouns, they just, you know, you just keep them around you so you don't have to keep going through it. You just be around those right, who get I, you. And, and I want to say this. A lot of transgender women need to respect themselves and respect their sisters. You can't go around, you know, and I used to tell trans women that I said listen and I'm only saying trans women for people to know what we're talking about because I want them to get into the content of the uh, of the discussion I said listen why do you call your girlfriend hey when you upset shut up you man you you a fucking nigga like don't say that because what that does that that opened the door up for everybody else to criticize you and call you a man and a sir and all that don't call each other that don't call each other oh you look hard as bricks Y'all need to be more loving, more together, because that if you do that, how can you tell Bush Queens, or if that's what you want to do, a gay man or straight man, to respect you as a woman or as a lady, and you're not respecting yourself or your sisters? You calling them men. Yeah, I agree. So I think that's the I mean, too. Is, but then, you know, it kind of also goes into the whole, you know, debate about how gay, gay men, especially black gay men, like call each other girl and bitch and all of that. And then the whole thing about women calling each other bitches, you know, black men calling each other nigga. And I'm like, really? You don't want someone who's not a part of the quote unquote, the family to call you that. 
but you feel it's okay to call each other that in front of these people. Oh yeah, so you, you've got a good point. Where so there's a mixed signal there. I mean, not to say that yeah. they should be allowed to say that, to say nigga okay. or whatever, but come on, there should be a little more, you know, consciousness going on with how you address each other. Maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm old fashioned. You know, I know I'm old fashioned. Well, I, I agree with you to a certain extent. Only reason why because it's a different situation, the differences in the meaning that. You're dealing with something that society really have not really grasped to yet, like they grasp into gay black men. A lot of folks now are catching on to transgender women of color. That's still kind of society really haven't really reached that point to accept that, or is it really becoming main, mainstream? It's not really mainstream yet. Oh, they never, they like, haven't met me yet, then. <laughs> Okay, it's not really so. That's why I say to trans women of color that make it to different shows or different platforms. It was one show I was watching, My Shitty Rainbow, and one of the girls, Bella, she was doing an episode and they was calling her, "Oh, you still look hard. You still look like a man. Your makeup." And they were just reading her down on a Jacob Kahainu show. And I told her, I said, "Listen," I was telling them. Don't dehumanize this woman because it's thousands of people that don't know anything about trans women, and yet that's the thought they got in their man. They're man. They hard as bricks. They look like a wrestler, Hulk Hogan, all these derogatory terms, and it's gay black man saying it's horse. And I told her, I said, before you do a show, always keep in mind that you're representing every – if you're a trans woman of color, you're representing everybody when you go on a big platform. Whether you want to have that burn on you or not. That's what you're you're representing a, a a group of people, especially something that you don't see that every day. Uh, 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 Laverne Cox. So Laverne Cox have to work three times as hard. She had to be mindful how people address her in different shows and how she handle it because she is representing everybody. Whether she want to represent or not, I'm just speaking on how people watch shows. Like I'm a black man, you got to be careful being a black man out here because. These white folks that never see any black folks, they're just looking at you like, okay, you represent all black folks. If you acting ignorant, acting like a thug, then they're going to be like, all black people act like this. So you just got to be watchful and mindful how you act and how you address, you know, your brothers and sisters. That's, that's, that's just the point I got. Now, mind you, if, that's, if you have an argument in your house, then go ahead, read down. But I think in person, I see that a lot. I see these trans women, they get to arguing. Shut up, you ain't nothing but a nigga. Stop acting like a nigga. And then, then mom will start acting like niggas. Like, but then, then the next day you get upset, come on, address me. But if you acting like a nigga, that's how folks gonna, that's how folks gonna treat you. Now, I was watching this video. <laughs> I can't put it. I was gonna download it. This woman, I guess she started attacking them because they were trans. They 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 right. were transgender women, and she said, "Oh, I didn't know you are you are you still a man or something like that in that nature." And so they start fighting. But one of the Walmart employees said, "Don't fight them. Yeah, they dress up like women. That's still a nigga." And she just oh start attacking them. Mm. It's a video. Let me see if I can. I can't download the video and play it, but it was a video that they were fighting. And she said, "That ain't nothing but they niggas. They niggas. They niggas." She kept addressing them. They oh still men. No, what she was saying. They're still men. They will fuck you up. They, they dress up like women, but they're still men. And these are by heterosexual women. A lot of folks, a lot of gay folks, love hanging around heterosexual women, but they don't understand how they. Re- and then when they really tell you how they feel, they are the most hateful. Some of them, not all, 
but it's a lot of folks that most say like Kim Burrell. She is a representation of folks. Um, not that home. That that women that you think that is with us. Like how look how she was talking with Donna McClurk, her good good girlfriend, on Sunday's best. How she had a chit chat and gossip. I could just tell they gossip and you know chit chat. And I know she know his tea. You have you you know. But then when it's time for you to go into your mode, your conservative mode, ignorant. But you're not that ignorant when you're around gay people, when you got gay people doing your hair, your friends is gay. But then when it's time for you to to take up for them, like if you're in a church, you go into that whole old-fashioned, they gay, they going to hell. But when you're around them, what's up? Yeah, yeah, you know. Come on now. You can look at Kimberell and tell that she hang around the girl, and she got folks that is gay. You cannot tell me in the gospel industry. I can name you ten gospel artists right now that is that's gay and that hang around folks that preach against homosexual, but yet they're homo and they don't care. They yet these gay singers they just sing, have a good life, church queens as folks call them. And I'm like, damn. So don't come out attacking folks. So that's the whole thing. Don't come out attacking folks. But black women, if that, she if gets not no love from me. No, I don't. Kim Kimberell, she doesn't get any love from me. I agree. But I feel as though, and I'm going to say this, a lot of folks are going to like it. Don't overdo it attacking her when you give other people a pass. Because when Donald Trump have said, um, he has said a lot of things. Um, and I, don't, I didn't see the outrage from the black community like that. How the outrage is coming. I'm talking about from the black gay community. Now, Kim Burrell says something that we didn't like. And she was so blunt, and Donald Trump was blunt in a lot of stuff he said, and Donald Trump got a pass. He did not get complete outrage like they're doing with Kimberly. You got to be careful. Because if you're going to treat her like that, then, okay, where's everybody else that's doing this? Where's where's the outcry? Roland Martin has said some things about the gay community. I don't see gay folks crying against him or petitioning to get him off his show. So trying to take Does anyone even pay attention to Roland Martin? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, but I'm just saying, but who really pay attention to Kimberell? Like until the video came out, and I think like we are attacking her so much, I think we need to cool on the attacking because now it seemed like okay, now we're turning to the bullies. Like one woman she she said the bullied is turning into bullies. Because first of all, they are screaming that we get it, we get criticized every day, but yet what we're doing is too aggressive. Now it's trying to chime it down a little bit. Because if we want love, then what my mom always told me and what Michelle have said, when they go high, I mean, when, when they go low, we go high. We need to go high on this. Because attacking like that, she deleted the videos. Okay, now it's time to move on. Let's worry about how we treat each other. I'm just, I'm just keeping it real. Because after we get past this whole Kimberell thing, you're going to see some girls fighting, calling each other faggots, uh, I'm going to kill you and all that. Where's the outcry? That's just how I look at it. Like I'm done attacking Kimberell. Like I've I didn't do much. I just said at first I was with her and I'm but now I'm just like, okay, she was wrong. I can't really say I love her music because the gay is gonna talk to me because they was reading me down. Of course they was fucking reading me down. So I was like, okay, let me try back. Let me do something. Let me <laughs> she needs to apologize. Okay, let's move on. Folks are still talking about Kimberell. And and call her all types of names. That's not even called for. Like, no. You you don't call nobody fat and you fat. I think that's. I think you really got a mental problem. You call her you fat ass and you fat. 
Like, I don't call nobody. If I call somebody, oh, you sit down, you cock out of breath, and I'm just talking about this person, he cross-eyed, and just, I'm just reading him down about his eye, and my eye fucked up. So I should not be upset when people talk about me when I talk about them. That's just how I look at it. You, get, you, you reap what you sow, and I don't want the community, the gay community, to reap what they sow. Like, all this hatred, like, all this hatred is just no type of, oh, let's forgive her and let's move on. What about forgiveness? That's just how I look at it, because attacking her really – Cause she didn't really give all of that. She said some hateful stuff, yes, but was she aggressive? How we are meeting? No, she wasn't that aggressive like that. We too aggressive, and I'm talking. About, I'm putting myself in there because I've said some things too. I have. <laughs> I really well, have. Well, I have a question for you though. You think so? Didn't you find? But didn't you find her response video to the backlash a little bit like manipulative? I, I felt it, it was almost like. It was almost like she was saying, well, I hate that you feel this way, but I, I'm not sorry for making you feel horrible or something. That was kind of what I got from the, from the response video. What I got from the response video is that she was speaking to the industry part of her, her industry personality, not as a pastor. And what she was saying is, listen, I'm not trying to talk about all gay people. I was speaking about those that are in the church, playing with God. And and she was trying to, you know, cover up because the, the outcry and everything was so extreme. But my thing with Kim Burrell, and I've said this, you have seen the, 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 the attacks that Bishop Blake from the Koja Church had to go under. And he told one of the preachers, listen, what that preacher was preaching about, you know, when Andrew Crowell, when he was at the convocation, he was wrong. And I apologize for that. What Kimberell should have done, if you're going to preach that, then you can't compromise. Apologize for something that you truly believe you're a hypocrite. Don't apologize for something that you just truly believe in. If you believe that gays are going to hell, then, then, then really believe that. Don't try to step back and say, listen, well, I'm not saying get all gays going to die. You know? Don't backpedal. Because one thing about Jesus, Jesus did not compromise. I'm not trying to preach. He did not compromise when people were wrong. He told you wrong. You are in sin. Then he told folks, if, uh, who is without sin, cast the first song. You, you without sin, okay, you cast the first song. Now, Jesus could have cast because he didn't have sin. He was sinless, and he didn't do it. So with other folks, you just gotta, you know, you just gotta be careful. That just, that just, that just. If you believe in what you believe in, don't compromise. And like my preacher told me, you gotta be careful trying to go into this world and do worldly stuff. Meaning that you want to sing on a Beyonce record, you want to sing on a Pharrell record, you want to sing with Frank Ocean, but yet you want to preach against those same type of people can't do that because you're sending out mixed signals the same way back in the day uh, i was reading about dr king dr king he was offered to work in the johnson administration and he told them no he said no i do not i can't work with you all because why did he say no because if you're working in the johnson administration how can you how can you preach against racism and injustice and and, and all of this and you're working for that same you're working for the oppressor so the your message People would not receive you, and that's Kim Burrell's problem. Yes, she want to be get the young the young crowd into her music. She still want to be this artist, but yet she still want to be taken serious as a serious preacher that's conservative. You gotta pick one. You want, you you can't try to have the best of both worlds. You just can't. Yeah, she can't have everything. You know, she has she to cannot. select her platform and stick to it, and just stick to it. 
and, you know, and it's like me if I'm a preacher. And a lot of preachers have this problem. If you're smoking and drinking and smoking and drinking and smoking and drinking, why preach against that? And then when you get caught, you go into that, I'm not perfect, we all sin. Well, if that's the case, then why are you so preaching on this platform like you're perfect? And Kim, Kim Burrell has her flaws. And Kim Burrell, you're you working with people that are, that if we want to talk about sin, that's in sin. According to her denomination, Burrell, she's singing with Burrell with that sinner? Oh, my God. You know, and then you got a Christmas tree in the pulpit? Oh, my God. Like, you got a lot of old folks that's in the church that be like, oh, my God, how can she talk about them? And yet she's doing things she don't supposed to do. I'm just telling y'all, be careful. And so she learned her lesson. And I think the lesson that she needs to learn is, listen, either I'm going to be a preacher or be a singer trying to make it, trying to sell a million records. Because she tried it. She said, where's all this support coming from? I never once sold a million records. She was at like, Y'all gave folks, y'all don't follow me, because if y'all did follow me, you would purchase my music. Now, Jesus didn't never taught that. Jesus didn't say, charge folks to those, give for free. If you're from God, sing it for God, but you know this is a business. So that business, Kimberell came out, and I know she regret, like, damn, what the, f-? and I know that person that recorded that probably is getting, he probably, probably going to get kicked out. Whoever recorded that video, mark my word. If they can even find who recorded it. I think she can find who recorded it because she's going to hear in the background. Because like she said, I have gay people in my church. And if you got gay people in your church, then call the gay people out in your, out in your church. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and a lot of churches got gay people in the church. But when they want to attack them, they attack them. And there's so many gay people, including myself, I used to be like that. I'd be like, amen, amen. I know I'm taking dick booty, taking dick in my booty, taking dick all in my mouth. I, I got Ooh. Jack. I'm in the church. Jack just popping off. But yet the preacher keeps preaching against homosexual, and I'm just saying, hey, man, hey, man, preach, tell it, tell it. Then when I sit my black ass down, I'm going to my jack. Oh, man, he's he zero point, he point zero miles away, and I'm in church. But, yeah, you know, a lot of gays, I'm not shocked. They said, Wally, are you shocked to see that? No, I'm not shocked. That's been going on for years. You get gay folks that say, all oh, you gay sissies, y'all going to hell, and they just be shouting, speaking in tongues, rolling over, and going sing. So and jumping around and, and falling out. <laughs> okay, so if you church queen, get your mouth off of Kim Burrell. Because if you a church queen and you you under that type of teaching, you shouldn't be talking about Kim Burrell. Because if you didn't say it to your pastor, I, I don't take your criticism. So that's I kind of like need to I kind of like chime because I'm like okay, let me chime down, let me not attack her like that because I've been in those shoes while I was a church queen shouting, and yet they preach it against my life. They call it the lifestyle. I, I've I've been in churches where I can used to hold the baby, but once they found out I was homosexual, they would take the baby away because they think gay folks is perverts. Like oh no, you perverted. Your spirit is a lot of folks in the church believe stay away from people because their spirit can jump off of them, can jump off of them and go into your sons or your daughters. But this is my point. They give it to homosexuals, but they don't give it to the fornicators and to the adulterers. They don't give it to those type of people. They get a pass. And I've heard one preacher say, well, they straight doing that. They, they straight. So it's a difference when you gay. It's not a difference. See, that's the problem with man. Men give sin different what they feel like sin. If God sees sin as sin, man see, oh, your sin is worse. But this is my point. And I said this down through the years to a lot of folks. If we all go into hell in sin, 
what the fuck do it matter what kind, what sin I'm a part of? If you're a liar, you're going to the same hell I'm going to as a homosexual if you want to talk about sin. You get what I'm saying? But when it comes to homosexual and lesbianism, girl, they act like we're going to be in a VIP sin. Like a whole VIP uh, hell is going to be for gay people. No, it's going to be the same place. If, if homosexuals going to hell, the adulterers going to hell. The liars, the fornicators, the murderers, all, we all going. If, if, if homosexuals going. So you cannot talk about And then there was a pastor that somebody shared, and I remember I talked about a couple of months ago. He got caught up in a sex scandal. The girl, he recorded a sex tape, okay? And he refused to step down. A lot of folks was telling me, in the church community, why to keep your man off a preacher, do this. But hold up. If that same man was caught up, like a Bishop Eddie Long, when he was caught up into that whole homosexual with the, with the guys, they was reading him down. But if he was caught up yes, with another yeah. woman, get, he get a pass because that's so they normalize men cheating on their wives. They normalize that, okay, men going to be men. But when you a homo, you're not a real man. You a queer. You a sissy. And a lot of these old folks, they know this term. You a boar dagger. Boar dagger. That that's an old term. My grandmother, she still used that term. It's an old years. Chicago term too. It's a boar dagger. I'm like a boar dagger. She she talking to her like she a beast or animal. But that's how they talk. <laughs> and I, you know. And I remember my grandmother used to tell me. My grandmother told me this a couple of years ago. And I could give my story. And she said, you know what, Marquise? You know, gay people die horrible. And I said, grandmother, show me somebody that was just died so beautiful. Like, ooh, she died so beautiful. Oh, that was a beautiful death. If you die, don't put no look on it. You dead. Whether you die with your head chopped off, whether you die from a shot, whether you die from cancer, the common denominator, you're dead. So don't put that on gay folks when they die. They just die horrible. It's just like I never read that in the Bible. Okay, gay chapter in Acts one and one. When gay folks die, they shall die horrible. Their death should be unrecognizable. It's not in the Bible. That's just man put all at these extra accolades to it. And I told one preacher this. I'm sorry. I, I would. I would. One preacher said, Wiley, you know all gay people get AIDS? I said, sir, you're so incorrect. Please go research about HIV and AIDS. Because I'm not going to contract something, no AIDS. Just one minute I got it just jet, that quick, I just contract AIDS. That no, it don't work like that. You're trying to put this fear in folks that's just not true. It's not true. And the majority of gay folks, it's a lot of gay people. I used to tell people, that's virgins. They don't even have this crazy sex. I know gay folks that I have just because you gay does not mean you having all this sex. But a lot of preachers think like, oh, y'all gay people, y'all all, all y'all think about is sex. No, I think about 89, 95% of the time I think about sex. But the other 5% I think about, oh, I'm hungry. Oh, what should I do next? You know, I don't always think about sex. Like, I'm not thinking about, well, I am thinking about sex now. I am kind of thinking about <laughs> sex now. But I'm not thinking about sex 100% of the time. I got to be honest. I think it's a huge chunk of it. But if I was straight, it would be the same thing. I have straight brothers that that think about sex a lot of time. Bitch, not just think about it, they fuck bitches without condoms. Fuck, fuck, fuck. So they worse, I think, than gay men. You know, my brothers, they got plenty babies out of wedlock. I don't see nobody attacking them. 
But let me do one thing. Let me bring one guy that happens to be feminine. Oh, you is a fucking... Consider more of the norm than not. Yes. I can't bring no... I better not bring no gay person around. You know, I'm gay, but I better bring another gay gay man. Say, this is my boyfriend. Oh, you what? You faggot? But I can turn script and say, hey, congratulations. You know, I got this girl pregnant. She's going to have twins. Oh, congratulations. When can I throw you a baby shower? (laughs) So, <laughs> but if I was gay, you would have this whole party, a ceremony of, of, of damning me to hell. You're going to hell. Well, if I'm going to hell, you're going to hell too. Because all that weave of your hair, God, I don't think God approved women wearing all that weave. <laughs> he wants you to be real. I don't think all so, sir. All that plastic surgery. Now, when you talk that, uh-oh, we got a problem. We got because God wants. I, I think God wants you to be real. Because when you stand before God, I don't think He want to see all that. He you done took fat out your butt and put it in your lips and you put it in your breast. You got fake, fake, fake arms and all that. Okay, we want to talk about being real. You said God wants you to be real. Okay, when God didn't. You wasn't born with plastic surgery. Why you got? Then when you talk about stuff like that, being said, oh, oh, Wiley, that, that the Bible don't say nothing against no plastic surgery, and the Bible also doesn't say anything about Jesus when He came on this earth. He didn't say anything bad about homosexual. He did not say, hear ye, hear ye. I am Jesus Christ, and I am against these homosexuals. He spoke against liars. He spoke against adultery. He even spoke against divorce. He said, who told you that you can get divorced? Well, under the law of Moses, because he said in the beginning, it wasn't so. So even Jesus said, I'm not into this whole divorce. But now you see so many people divorced now. And I don't hear nobody saying, hey, you on your way to hell. Why? Because you got divorced, you got three hugs and three wives. I don't hear nobody saying that. So if we want to talk about the Bible and have this big debate about the Bible, okay, let's talk about the Bible. Okay, you love you shark fish. You don't supposed to be eating no fish. It's, the Bible speaks against all that fish and fried. That knock out a lot of black folks right there, including me. I love fish, fish, and I love fish. I love when a woman smells a little fishy too. I don't, I don't discriminate. I'm a little nasty. I'm gonna keep it real. I'm a little nasty. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> wrong with I'm that. Na- I'm just keep. I'm just keeping it real. I think a lot of people criticize gay people, but they don't criticize all the sins. I don't. You know, I, even with uh, Dalen Wolf when he killed all those people, I haven't seen a church community say he's on his way to hell. He killed all those people. Them black folks said y'all should forgive him. Forgive. Let's forgive our brother. But I don't see that same type of forgiveness tone when it comes to gay people. They damn them to hell. But folks can go out murdering folks. I don't hear that way. And that's what Kim Burrell's problem. Another thing I want to dissect what she said about uh, my guys, the young guy, a- Andrew Quadwell. She said, quote, he's on uh, Jimmy Kimmel. He's making a mockery out of the church. But hold up, miss. But wait a minute. How is he making a mockery out of the church and yet your big behind take your big man to Ellen? That's what the whole thing, and it didn't even work out. But if, if Ellen didn't say no, or if that petitioner, Kim Burrell would have went on that song, that song, like, ain't nothing happened. Ain't nothing happened. With that same mentality, I'm against gays, but I'm against gays on this. Before my career, I deal with the girls. I get the girls' coin. I use the girls to the next level. God is not into that. Because if God wants you to preach the word and don't take down, he don't want you to get in the devil's money and, and yet try to talk again. And that's why a lot of preachers, I think, are go- is in a lot of trouble. 
They taking all these gay people's tithes and offering, and then you de- and then you talking about them. How can you do something like that? When Donald Trump is in office, he should put a law out that churches pay taxes. That'll stop a lot of stuff. Just go ahead and pay taxes. How can you have this tax-free and you pe- preaching all this hatred? But yet, that's not exactly one church, not one pastor said, here go, Wiley, take your money back. You a sissy and a faggot, I don't want your money. Your money is it's lubrication. It got that lube on there. And it got I, it smelled gay. So take it back. I would love to get my money back, bitch. If I get all that money that I gave to church, I'll be living good. Go ahead, Big Ann. What's your take on it? I, 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 I know church. And I know hypocrites. And let me tell you, church is freaky. I've had sex with a lot of church people. Good sex. Gay pastors, yes, I've done it. I've been a gay pastor. He, yeah, he said you could go in hell, but he showed war on my back. So I've had sex with gay pastors that will preach against homosexuals. So you know you're kind of crazy and mental. But a lot of crazy and mental folks know how to fuck. So I'm not, I'm not upset with that. But I, I'm, I'm upset <laughs> with it when you go. I'm not really upset with it because I kind of like the. But that's in fantasy. But in real world, I look at you different. I'm like, bro, like how can you preach against? All these, and I asked one time, how can you preach against all this and yet you wear me out? You know, this is what it is to make it. I gotta, I gotta. I'm like, man, but you phony, you fake. You're not real. You, you trying to impress these straight people. And a lot of times, I spoke to folks. They know you gay. A lot of these street church people know a lot of these folks is, is gay. They won't say nothing. But as soon as they get caught up in a scandal, he's out of the church. You have to step down. But bitch, you knew I was gay before I even got caught putting that dick in my mouth. Before I even leak on media takeout, you been knew that. So why didn't you didn't call me out then? So go ahead again, cause I I I'm ready, and I'm not. You see, I'm not really attacking Kimberell. I'm just attacking the fact that it's millions of Kimberells. That's hypocrite. It's hypocrite. Yeah, and I've actually met several people who actually have said the same thing. This was back when I was attending, you know, and was in the church setting. Because I grew up in that setting. I grew up in two different uh, spiritual settings, which was a little bit conflicting growing up because I grew up practicing Buddhism and then I also practiced, um, you know, Christianity. And so there were a lot of different things I was learning that was very conflicting. One, one um, I guess, practice was more so about serenity and peace and about uh, finding the truth within self. And then the other one was just, reading a holy text and then having to live by very um, rigid rules and regulations on life. And sometimes they talk about love and sometimes they talk about damnation. And I'm like, well, how can we damn, damn other people when we don't have the right to, when we are, you know, when we are flawed as well, when we sin as well, when we, make mistakes just like anyone else. There's no one there's a, there's no one sin they say that is worse than another. There isn't. And for someone to just go into just on and on specifically about the LGBT community is insulting. It is that that's just a lot of hatred that I know that if I met this woman in person, I've Promise you, I would I would rip up a new one for her. I would let her ass have it. <laughs> I agree. I'm I, I would I, I, I would because you know you have to be careful, and that's what got Eddie Long, Bishop Eddie Long, in trouble. And I think that's what got him in trouble with the response because 
Bishop Eddie Long, if you remember, back in 2004, in that era, he led a march. I believe it was in 2005. I might be wrong. He led this whole march in protest against gay marriage, and he spoke so highly against it. He was against it. And, you know, fast forward a couple of years after that, he got caught up in this scandal, and he settled out of court. I don't know if he did it or not. This is all allegations. But what we do know, he did settle. And he preached about this. And, and if, it, the, if the allegations is true, you've been for a very long time. Even when you was against gay marriage, you were yet sleeping with men, allegedly, if the allegations is true. And that's the problem. So when they get caught up and get exposed, I have no sympathy. And they said, but Wiley, what do you think? Do you think he got HIV? Do you think he's died? From I don't know that. But what I do know, you reap what you sow. That could be in bad or good. That just uh, karma is, is real. It is real. I could be talking back to my grandmother in my younger years, and I could bump my head. Like, you're going to get payback. I, I always looked at it, and my grandma said, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And it's real. So stop putting so much of that negative energy when you're negative because you're going to reap it back. That just, that's just a fact. So if if it is true, then you see what he's going through. You see it, and I looked at I looked yeah. at um Bishop Eddie Long. He's not long. He ain't big and buff like he was. He looked like bitch. If you blow, if you just blow too much air on me, I'm I'm dying. I'm 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 gonna fall dead. That's just how he looked. Just holding on by a thread and the needle. That's just how Bishop Eddie Long looked to me right now. So I have no sympathy. If those allegations are true, yeah, I have no sympathy for him. I have no sympathy. He just needs to come out and repent. You know, and say, forgive me, because how many men, how many young men has he hurt, giving him this stuff, and then you turn your back? And a lot of these young men, if you look at those videos and interviews, they talk about how evil he was and how he was a manipulator and how this and this. So I don't, I don't, I'm I, not going to get no sympathy from me when you talked about my people, and yet you want me to pray for you, but yet you won't even admit what you did. Why, why, why would I pray for you? If you're not, if you're saying to me, this not the problem, the problem, I'm on this diet, and I got, I'm, you know, but you're not giving to the root of, and a lot of preachers are like that. I've seen some in Chicago, they get sick, and they know they've been dealing with men, they've been dealing around, and they, they don't want to admit, and it be that, and they try to say, I got cancer, just pray for me, but yet you lying, then when you die, then they find out that you died from it. Cause that girl's gonna tell your teeth when you dead and gone, and so I'm telling her why you're alive. But when you're dead and gone, they're gonna read you down. But you know he was into these young, these young dudes. That's what he deserved. And I've seen it happen. I've I've seen it happen with preachers that having sex, they die from eight, they die from it, and and, and 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 because they didn't wear protection, they're very nasty with it, <laughs> and they at their funeral, you hear the, the church people gossiping, you hear people. Everybody loves James Cleveland, including myself. I think he is the godfather of gospel. But when he died, yeah. rumors started to come out that he loved having sex with little boys, allegedly. That he loved having sex. I think one of his adopted sons said he, 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 he would molest them all the time, you know. And that was all allegations. And yet he still got this pinnacle. And he's the God. You know, so that'll let you know all you gospel singers that's having sex. Don't be pre- don't be trying to sing against him. So shout out to you, Tone and B Slay. I love the fact that he said, "Listen, I already knew he was gay because you could just tell. Some folks you can't hide it. It's just it's on your forehead. Just admit it. 
So I'm glad he came out and said he was a homosexual and the girls, the gospel community blackballed him for a very long time. He could not get signed to another label. They did not promote his album. And so now he just went on and just became be slayed. Now when he came, when he, you know, when he, one church opened the door up for him earlier last year, I don't know on last year, y'all saw when he went to the church, he started dancing, he started singing. He still sings. But then you get those church people again. Oh, what do you think this is, a concert? He needs to get delivered. He is a homosexual. But yet, y'all like folks saying that is sleeping with, you know, like Ty Tribute, cheating on your wife, allegedly. Uh, Hezekiah Walker, cheating on your wife, allegedly. But yet, you don't talk against that, of these men cheating on their wives. You give them a pass. You <laughs> see that? How the double standard yeah. is? They give passes. But for gay folks, they don't have the luxury. And my God, I feel for transgender women of color. They definitely does not get a pass. What? That man? What does that man say? You a man. Go back. Man, God is your man, and you a man. Stop trying to be something else. You weird demon. They just call in the church, they call them weird. They call them this. I've heard a preacher say transgender women are the, is, is the devil's best angels. They are the, the devil's that's the devil's army is transgender women because they use the scripture that the enemy is going to transform himself. They said that's transgender women. I said no, it's not. I said where is that in the Bible? Where is that? I said, Miss, you could be talking to a transgender man. You don't know that. You you you. Well, then again, you can kind of tell, but a lot of times they making sure they can get that down that worked on for women that want to transition into men. So you got to be careful. I, I don't know. I, you know, it's some women that I talk to every day that can possibly be trans. You know what I'm saying? So for me to talk against people, the person I really, really like could be a transgender woman. So you just got to be careful damning people to hell and saying, oh, but churches, they talk about stuff like that. I hear them talk about it. I know me. I've been in churches. I, one of my home church, all my business would be blasting over the church. Whatever I did on Facebook, whatever I said, I remember I said, I like taking dick booty, you know, and I think that was broadcast over the church. Or some of that nature. Anything about sex has been broadcast on with my name, blasted on. Somebody actually contacted my church and said, oh, Wiley's a faggot. He sang praise and worship. I said, no, I don't sing praise. I might sing while I'm having sex, but I never played this hypocritical Ooh. role in the church. And I'm saying it. And yeah, I'm doing it. I said, listen, I'm going to have to leave the church because I don't want to pretend to be something I'm not. I can't pretend anymore. Girl, I'm gay. I just Because pretending takes a lot of work. When you are a homosexual and you're trying to pretend, girl, that is a lot of work. I've done it. You got to change, make your voice deeper and all that, bitch. You know, girls, like, I love saying girl. I love, you know, sh- switching. It's just a lot of things that I just in me that I don't even force. I'm just. You switch? Yeah, of course. You know, oh, okay. But I'm a when I want to. I can say, hey, daddy. I can, you know, I can be, I can give you that, but then I can just, what up, babe, what up, you know, when I was doing a party line, I was, I was like, hey, what up, baby, this is, this is Marquita, I'll just let you know, okay, the message sent, because you know, back then, when you, when you, when you did the party line, you had to leave like little messages. Hey, what's up? Yeah, he could be whoever you want to be. Know, and she's going to come over. And I was in eighth grade with his voice. And this guy came over so fine as fuck. I didn't know nothing about no dick. So I just was sucking his dick. But I didn't know how to take it. I didn't know nothing about God put dick in your booty. I didn't know nothing about all I knew is describing my voice, trying to be like my mother, trying to be this 
this this girl, get them over there, and they be thinking I'm a female, and yet they was into it. So I knew then, back then, that men love to sleep with women, with transgender women. And I've learned that now, and because it, it's a fantasy, and a lot of them just love it. And so I'm like, yeah, uh-huh, ooh. And then they, they would want me to say, you know, why, you know, and they would, they would address me as Marquita, and I'm just as a nigga, you know. But but I knew how to disguise my voice back in the day, but now it would be kind of difficult. Well, it won't be difficult, bitch. Give me a motherfucking wig. Give me my motherfucking makeup, and I would disguise. I could be a flawless, but, my, you know, my eye is kind of fucked up, so I know a lot of girls going to be talking about my eye, but that could be sort of my signal with my shade. <laughs> and then I take it all, bitch, and be like, Hello, babe. Boo, I love you. You look so fucking good. Oh my gosh. You know, I could just, bitch, what? I don't, I don't mind. I would love to. The only reason why I'm not putting on no hair, putting on no makeup, is because once you put that on, it is hard for folks to receive you as a man. They're going to they're gonna want to see that character. Uh-uh, Wiley, where's my Cleta? But no, I want to be Wiley. I want to be Marquise. No, I want to see my Cleta. And then you got to be my Cleta. Yeah. And, and I think, and I've known True. this, and I've had a dream that I would be so big and famous if I let this Wiley character go, put on hair, put on makeup, put on some red lipstick, put bitch, do the swimming, start doing performances, start being this character. I will be famous. The girls will live. I know how to do it. But I said, damn, if I do that, folks will forget about Wiley. I want to see Marquita. <laughs> I'm being real with you. Because a lot of girls, let me say something about T.S. Madison. T.S. If T.S. Madison say, I want to go back being a man. I want to transition back. And I want to get some folks that actually transition and say, I want to go back. I don't think she would have that following like that. People would not receive that well because they want to see the T.S. Madison. Now, I've seen folks as a boy, they get no fucking life. They fucking red. Like, nigga, you ugly-ass motherfucker. Fuck you, bitch. Fuck you. And I've seen somebody that was, but when they transition, yes, honey, girl, girl you slang, girl. You slang. But, bitch, you ran that nigga six months ago when they was a nigga. But now, bitch, they just flawless female and they get so much life. So I understand that. And I understand, yes, that is true. Because I could put some hair on, put on a motherfucking dress, put on a sundress, put on a nice hat, and the girls, men will hit my inbox. My DM will be popping. It will be popping. Because a lot, this gay community, whether you want to admit it or not, a lot of us love to see characters. We, lo- we are so entertained by characters. When somebody try to be real, we're not into that like that. We are into character like the Miss Lawrence. Like, we are we, we into character. And we got to be in my, and I know what to do. So I'm going to be doing a Marquita coming soon. Stay tuned. I might, I, I might do a debut show at Jeffrey Pub. Shout out to Jeffrey Pub. You just never know. But I know yeah. when I do it, it's going to, everybody's going to be talking about, it. girl, did you see Wally at Hydra? He looked a fucking fool. But, girl, he kind of slammed off. He did the thing, but, you know, I could do all that shit, be the fucking, fucking, you know, uh, uh, all that shit. It's, it's not hard. I want to do it. I really do. I, I I play with my grandmother's dresses. I put on one of her dresses one time, and I put on, <laughs> maybe not say that too loud, bitch. I don't want to be like, you put on one of my dresses, you faggot. You fucking faggot. Don't put on my dress, you faggot, you sissy. Put on my dress again. I knew why I had a headache, because I had a faggot in my dress, you know. My grandmother's a little. Oh, oh my gosh. My grandmother's old. 
And she's a nice lady, but she's not one of those grandmas into gay folks. Like, she's not into that. And I don't expect her to be because you was born in the 30s. You're not into this whole new world and all that. Oh, grandmas, no. So, yes, I had put on her wigs and stuff. I used to put on my, my mother's clothes and, and everything. I was very hidden where everybody go to sleep. I would, I would talk with myself and put on this dress, and, bitch, I was a female. And I would go into this whole personality of Marquita or uh, or, Mar- or Mar- uh, uh, Mashana, Mashana Amberell Alex. Like, I used to give so weird, crazy names, and I would hear the applause in my head. And I would see the lights, and I would see the makeup, and I would, I would just live. I would really live, and that, you know. So I understand, and I see why a lot of people do drag shows because it is, it's a calling, and it's a lot of fun. It's really a lot of fun, but you would have to deal with the criticism. But bitch, you gonna be against some life. I'm gonna be honest. They, they love to see a a man uh, dress up like a woman. That is true, and a lot of straight man because uh, like Bimbo Winehouse I'm not trying to talk about Bimbo Winehouse but I can talk about Bimbo Winehouse because my show and I got Big Ann Big Ann you because I know you ain't going to get into deep like what I'm about to say about Bimbo Winehouse yeah. now Bimbo Winehouse as a, yeah. as a man oh gosh oh 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 and she would be tell you as a man no she ain't getting no play but Bimbo Winehouse motherfucking put on that hair makeup and, and get niggas she got the guy the DJ from Hot 97 Got him caught up in this saddle. So I said, bitch, if Bimbo Winehouse could get all that shit, and I know I could slay, bitch, I got to get me a, 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 who, a sexy ass nigga. I get in the motherfucking dress. And I understand there's a lot of niggas that don't get played as niggas and get dresses to get played. I'm being real with you. Yes, it is those that have this testimony. I always knew. And for trans women too, I always knew that I wanted to be a female, so so I was born in the wrong body. Yeah, it's those. But then you got some of these folks to be like, bitch, these bitches ain't fucking playing with me as no nigga. So you know what the fuck I'm gonna do? I'm gonna be a transgender woman. I can tell my body. I've seen folks do it. You can talk about it all day, but they get life. They became big stars. But as a man, please, you laugh at them. You throw stones at them. You call them cockeyed. But this cockeyed bitch could put on a motherfucking dress and lipstick. And boobs to get all that and, and get life. Come on, come on, my queen. I can hear that. I can just hear that now. I'm speaking in its existence because I know I can do it. I just don't want to put on this this wig. I say I got one of my grandmother's wigs back in the 70s. Her Shaka Khan wig. I could put that on. I'm just t- big and yes. what do you think if you would see me doing a show? And, and what's the girl name, the lady name that hosted, because um, I can't think of her name. Uh, oh, what's the the drag the drag queen? What's what's her name? Oh Lord, in Chicago. Which she's one? Known. She, you know, the big one. She's known. She's big, and they always talk. Oh God, I can't think of that woman's name. She you talking about like? She be, oh, you mean rough black. and stuff? Yeah, rough and stuff. Yeah, she can. Man, say, come on, you cock at it, bitch. Give us a show, bitch. And I get it. I love character. me some rough and stuff. I love rough and stuff would read. Rough and stuff would read me because I'm crippled and because I walk with a lamp and I'm cock at it. So it will it will add more. Not that it I didn't even know. It, it, right, because a lot of people don't know. Because if I'm in really really pain and bitch, you really really dig me down, bitch. My walk really get fucked up too. But um, but 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 yeah, I still get. But it will add more. Entertainment to my To my character To the show 
because her reading me will add more to the show. And I know girls, g- girls call me cockhead every day. Oh, yo, I make me tremble. Like, what are you looking at? Like, you possess. I've heard folks, and it's okay. I've learned to live with it. You know, I've learned to live with it, and, and, and I, that's what comes with it. And I said, bitch, what can I do, God? You know, he said, I gave you that eye. Use it. It wonders. So use what I gave. He gave me something that you can't duplicate. You know, this eye go this way, bitch. I'd be looking so serious. And I'm tired of when I go and have interviews, and I'd be sitting in the interview, and the lady be looking around like, who are you looking at? I'm like, oh, oh you're talking to me. I'm like, Bitch, I'm looking dead at you. I know one eye is looking dead at you. The other one just looks just like, oh, I'm sick of it all. But that's just how I am. And I can talk about myself, and I don't mind other people talking about me. Because what that does, that helps me with my with Marquita. See, I do stuff for people. People don't know. I'm about to fucking slay in 2016. In 2000, well, it's 2017. I'm about to slay. And I'm a little tipsy, so. Go ahead, Big Ann. Now, Big Ann, what do you want to say? Because. I'm bringing Marquita out. Marquita is coming out. I'm tired of being a nigga. Y'all ain't giving me no play as a nigga. My followers is not popping. So, bitch, fuck the bullshit. I'm pulling out the wig. I'm pulling out the dress. I'm going to do a show. Marquita will be here. Hey. So, where would, you, where would your first show be? My first show would give me Whitney Houston or Brandy. Like, it would give me something. It would give me something to work on. Of course, I would work with you. I work with folks that, that does shows and that can sit me down to train me because I want to do it. And the reason why I want to do show, I want it to be promoted well. I want my families and friends to come. And and I want I, I know the reads going to come, but I want that I want the reads to come because this is going to come, whether I want to or not. And bitch, I get on the fucking stage, bitch. I wish I had my grandmother's wig because I give y'all a little show right now. And I put it on, bitch, you know, you know, you know, and just get my life. <laughs> get my life that's what I want to like do. Looks like Antonio Adams thinks you could give Jennifer Hudson. Yes, and I just, you know, I'm in the building and just lay girls and just really do and Maybe I might transition, but I'm going to only transition for fame and attention, not because old guy wanted me to know. I'm, but I'm honest with you. I'm only doing my quita because I know what I have to do. Because in order to be famous for me, or in order to be famous for certain people in the gay community, is to be a character. I understand and I get it. And I've been knowing this for four years now. I, I said, Wiley? And Marquita said, girl, you got to bring me out. I hear that a lot. You got to bring Marquita out because... I need to come out. And you kept you kept me hidden for about sixteen years. I've kept Marquita hidden for a long time, and Marquita needs to come out. But I can't. Sit, but since I'm already coming with a name and a brand, I have to really, really bring it because the first show make or break a person. Yeah. And somebody just hit me up. Some of my eye, yeah, it make or break a person, and that's what I want to do. So, if y'all have any pointers, say, Wiley, this the dress you need to wear, this the wig you need to wear. I want to help you. I'm willing to hire a team because, bitch, when I come out, I can't be foolish. I want to at least be good. And it's like, like, is this the same? And then I don't want to tell nobody. I'm going to announce it. Or then sometimes I do a, 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 a surprise performance where people don't receive me as widely. They don't even know. They just, they'll just see like just a regular dark, cock girl 
that's just performing and she slay. And then I come out and say, this is me. Because I know it would work. Because you know why I know it would work? Because I know why? me. I know, my, I know my talent. I was able to get niggers at, in eighth and seventh grade disguising my voice as a female without the hair, without the makeup. So just imagine what I can do being tall with a fat ass, with hair and makeup and the fake boobs. I can do it. Not, you know, I know I can do it. I can do anything I put my mind to and put my lips to. If I can suck dick and make a nigga come, bitch, I can motherfucking disguise my voice. <laughs> come on. If I can make a nigga come in my mouth while I'm sucking that dick, it's not hard for me to be a motherfucking character. Sorry. And shout out to Shasha. I'm going to deal with Shasha. I'm going to deal with all the kids. I'm going to get a pointers from across the country. And I'm going to stream it live on my Facebook page. And I might do like an impromptu performance in your house, and you can hit me. Oh, that would be cute. Okay, so, I got it. So what would be, the, so what would be I, like the venue? The venue would be Hydrate. I would do Jeffrey Pub. I would do Club Escape. I'm going to go on tour because once I do it, you know, I'm going to be so hooked to the fame. And I'm already hooked to if they criticize me. I'm to that too because that's still attention. I, I would just be like, oh, I want more. I want more. I want more. So I know I got to work on my style, my dress, and my makeup and everything. And I'm going to do it. I'm so excited because look at Jacob Kahainu. Jacob Kahainu is an attractive man. But the girls was paying Jacob Kahainu as dirt, poor, piss, shitty boots. They, was, they wasn't paying him no mind. That beautiful sister transitioned into Jaquisha and whatever her name. I'm just saying Jaquisha or Lanetta. And now the girl... <laughs> Live because she knew what I knew. These girls only received gay men, some of them, when they transition into a cookie tookie or into a T.S. Madison or into a Kelly Miss Rahi. Let's keep it real. A lot of these folks we worship, if they were men, we will pay them dust. We will, it will be harder for them. Now, mind you, it is some men that have it great following, but everybody don't have that. Some people have to put on a dress to get some life. I'm sorry. And don't be saying, Wiley, why do you want to get life? Because I want to get life, bitch. That's my motherfucking business. Why do you take dick? Why do you Ooh. like to get pissed on? Because that's what you like. So don't try. I hate when folks say, Wiley, why do you want to be somebody else? Because that's what I want to be, bitch. I want to be, I want to make it. I want to be famous. I want to be huge. Everybody, I want to be famous. I don't care. I don't want to be known as a cock-eyed man. I want to be known as, bitch, he was motherfucking cock-eyed. He was crippled. But that bitch transitioned, bitch, and I live. And that would be my character. And then y'all could do documentaries about my life or movies about my life. <laughs> that's what I want. Yeah. And only reason I'm being, <laughs> being real, only reason I'm being real, because I know how to get an audience. I just have not activated Marquita. I've not activated her yet, but she's coming. All I can say is, stay tuned, bitches, because I'm going to sweat. I have a lot of good team with you. I'm going to have a good team because I see a lot of girls. They don't have a team, and that's why they look like very foolish. I want to have a team that's going to be brutally honest with me, the same way when they call me cockeyed. I want those people around me that read me down because they're going to be honest and authentic. If I had a girl that say, you know what, Wiley, don't try to date that person because you're ugly as fuck. Not saying that you're ugly, 
but to the community ugly. And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, I'm not ugly. But everybody's not going to receive because they're going to talk about your eye, and then they hit you up in your inbox and everything. I don't want a person like that. But as Marquita, people will be proud to walk with Marquita. They will be so happy to take a selfie with Marquita. But as Wiling, uh, maybe we'll take a picture with him. Uh, that is the blogger guy. Huh? But as Marquita, my career, and I'm big air, let's be honest. Big air. I do this and do it for me. Do you, you know for a fact that my career will go to the next level? Right. Yeah. yeah. It will go to the next level. I mean, <laughs> you even have to admit it's that. It's a I matter mean, of. Who would do it? It's just a matter of having that wow factor. Yes, I'm gonna have to have that wow factor, and having that eye and walking with a limp is the wow factor. Like, wow, this motherfucker got balls to even do this. But he, my queen, he confident, and bitch, he he making it slay. Bitch, y'all can say whatever in these. Let me read some of these comments. Um, just watching the video. Um, I want to read some of these comments. Because I know a lot of the girls probably said, bitch, why do you want to do that? Why do you want to be this? Why do you, you know, you're going to get those girls like that? Bitch, because I want to get life. Why do you watch a T.S. Madison or a Cookie Cookie or who else is big out here that the girls love? Name some names, Big Ed, because I know you know. So why there's the like these. Roughest, why do the girls like go these, to a rough yeah, and stuff yeah. show? They see rough and stuff. They see a lot of people. I'm not gonna mention any of some of the girls' names in in the city because I actually like yeah, inbox, them and I don't want to. Yeah, inbox me like some them. names. I would say inbox me some names and I would say the name, like 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 Shasha. People love Shasha because she's this character. Um, who else can I name? BB. When BB was a boy, they laughed at BB. They threw stones at BB. Ooh, you homeless black beast. They threw stones at her. Ugh, get away from me. Now BB is out, bitch. She got transition, and now she look good. Savannah, Savannah Westbrook. Bitch, bitch, let Savannah be a man and come out just being a man. Bitch, they would throw stones. That's just how the community is, and I'm just being real. Amayla, Amayla, Amayla Black. Let Amayla Black be uh, 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 Wesley Snipes. Let them, uh, be, they won't pay no mind. They want to see Amayla or Amaya or Savannah. I'm bad with names. I'm not fucking up your names. You know, I'm kind of clocking. Let's just be real. We want to see character. Bitch, if I had some hair. Hold on. Let me see if my sister can bring some stuff on. I'm going to get my team together. I'm going to get my team. If anybody, you can inbox me now. If you want to work with me, I will pay you. I need makeup artists. I need somebody to dress me. I need a team. Um, let me read this uh, inbox message. What's up, Wiley? I just heard you on your show, speaking about your eye. You seem to be very comfortable with it, and that's a great thing. But in the case you know, if you would like to have uh, uh, corrected, there is a surgery that you can do to correct. That is that is something you might want to think about. I didn't know it was a, a It's a surgery, and you got to have money. But, bitch, I would keep it because this will be my trademark, bitch, because can't nobody duplicate eye. Okay? So I will kind of keep it. But then I'll keep that in mind about the surgery. I didn't know they had the surgery. I, bitch, I might, you know. And then if I get the surgery, never know. Then I might... You know, do it, but bitch, I'm gonna have to do this show. I'm gonna do the show. I want people to be around me. Shasha, I need you, big and and I'm gonna I'm gonna get my life. I'm gonna get my life. I can see myself now, just because I want to be the rough and I want to be bigger than rough and stuff. When I come in, I want to be bigger than everybody. I want to be the Beyonce of it all. I want to do choreography. I, I bitch, I want to slay, and I'm gonna do it. Yes. And I, I had one friend said, Wiley, he just, he, you know, he just texted me. He said, if you do this, 
I can no longer be your friend. Our friendship will be over. Well, bitch, you don't have to be my fucking friend. Fuck you, motherfucker, because when I become my queen, I'm going to have plenty friends, okay? Even though they might be fake. They just want to be around me for some life. But I know that, and I love that, and I receive that. And I'll be good with it because I know how it feels to see people's careers just thrive, and you're trying to catch up, trying to be something that you really don't want to be. I don't really want to be this wily boy character. No, I don't really want to be this. I don't. I just do it because this is okay. I don't want to do it. Uh-uh. What if it backfires? But, bitch, I want to be Marquita. I've always been. That's why I'm so connected with transgender women. I don't talk down to them no more because, bitch, I can be trans. I have thought about it. Bitch, if I had the money, the only reason why I don't do it is because I don't have the finances, and I don't want to be out there selling my body, and I don't want to be out there looking foolish. I don't want to be out there homeless. So I stay like this, and, and, then, I, and then I said, what? but what's the next best thing that – to, that can be closer to be trans Get into drag And then I can take that shit yeah. off And be hey what up nigga what up nigga What up what up what up hey hey hey, hey what you want What's the tea what's the tea what's the <laughs> And I can put my hair on bitch what, uh, Then my grandma could be like bitch What is that big duffel bag bitch that's Marquita I got Marquita Right here and I bring Marquita out And then she's gonna be like off. who's Marquita Okay who is Marquita come downstairs a bitch looking like, come on, girl, yes, and bring my team. We get in our little Uber Uber SUVs, and and they dress me, giving me my makeup. I'm on Twitter. But I feel it right now. I see it right now. Like I just, she's trying to come out. Don't come out, Marquita. Don't come out, Marquita. I got to come out, Wiley. You just really talking about me like right now. Like I just, oh my gosh, like oh. <laughs> let me, see. oh my gosh, let me see. Um, uh, never put your hand. I always keep your head up whenever you do like. Okay, like Ohio got to be da, 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 da. okay. Yes, you got to keep pushing, and and I know a lot of folks really want me to do it, and they're excited um, because this is what I want to do. I really want to do it, and um, Big and yes. <laughs> now you see that? Now you see the comments coming. I'm getting the inbox messages because just a little taste of this, the people are flocking. Come on, somebody! I know what to do. Well, they'll be all right. I know what to do to get fans and supporters to make it to the next level. My queen will come out. What, bitch, what the fuck? What? Hey, mama. What? What you want? Like, I will fuck around with these niggas. I, hey, let's do it. They could be 500 pounds. I'm, I don't discriminate. It's hard for me not you to know, be like this. To I'm sorry. If, if, if there's ahead. a lot of people that's going to be hating on you as far as that, you're doing something right. I okay. say go for it. Go for it full force. Yeah. You know, fuck the haters, let them hate, just keep smiling and be like, you know, just be happy oh, in it. Let me not show about, you know, because I had to gain a little bit of weight, but, you know, because I really, that's why I am not yeah, into the fun. gym. Let me tell y'all something. I said, well, maybe if I get a body. And I said, the reason why I'm not really giving a gym my all, because I don't see myself as this man with a six pack. What I see myself every day when I wake up, that's why I keep Brandy and all these women behind me. I want to be this this character, a female character. That's what I want to be. Because if I if I really wanted to be the body and all that, you would see pictures of that. You, you, you would see me in the gym every day. But I do it, but I'm not into it. When I'm at the gym, I'm looking at drag shows. I'm studying talent. I'm looking at talent. I'm looking at different pantyhose because I want my panties. I want, I'm saying panties. I don't know what y'all call it. See, I'm old school, so y'all got to work with the technology. When my uh, 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 yeah, uh, my, uh, 
panties, pantyhole, undergarment. I'm looking at uh, bitch, just in case, bitch, if it get too hot, I have on my grandmother's, I get a girdle. Uh, you know, I take that off, walk around, do videos with my girdle. <laughs> yes. See, I mean, I mean I'm telling y'all. Yes, I'm going to have on stockings. I'm going to give conservative tees. Look at the people. I'm looking at some of these people that just chiming in, looking like, girl, girl, you about to do that. I can't wait till Marquita come out. I can't wait. And, and, and bitches will be there. And it's sad. It will be so sad because then you're going to see the girls. And I know this going to come. Wiley, you didn't, you didn't get known until you became Marquita. I'm like, bitch, yeah, you got to do what you got to fucking do. You got to do what you got to fucking do. Because it's 2017. Fuck it. it the, 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 the transgender is the new thing right now. This is popping. As entertainment, as business-wise. I'm not trying to take away nobody's life. I'm not trying to tell you, you happy in your life, you happy. But as business, it is a trend that people are, get, are gravitating towards that part. And I want to get a piece of the fucking pie. I don't want this pie to leave, and I don't get a piece of it. That's why you see some of these girls on Star. You see some of these girls making to these bigger platforms because they want the characters. You ain't like, you're not going to make it on television. Until you're a character Everybody can't be a Jamal like, Everybody can't be that That's a, But they love Hey what up Nene girl oh, Girl has Like Tamar she loved the queen That's what they love They, they love it because they're going to steal your shit you Know that because a lot of you girls don't trademark your shit That's why Tyler Perry is Allegedly he stole Stuff from this, from this um, Drag queen um, That's very well known in the Atlanta area. He used to visit her shows, and he just stole her style, allegedly, according to her. And then when you go to her old video, she had the gun, she had the purse, she had all this shit. And Tyler studied that and trademarked that shit, and it's Medea. So a lot of you girls have a lot of talent, but one thing that we don't do, we don't go and trade and protect and copyright our shit. These females, these straight women, these straight men you think that love you so are writing your shit down, stealing it, and using it, and becoming famous. Like, Tamar used a lot of terminology. Uh, um, Nene used a lot of terminology. They're not coming up with this stuff on their own. They hang around people that talk like that. Like, no shade. Gay folks were saying that so much. Now, oh, is that shade? Now women took they, their turn. They overdoing it. They overdoing it. I heard that on BET. And, and, and no shade and Kiki Palmer, bitch, I love you, Kiki. But that gag is like, girl, why is she saying that, that? That's not the Kiki that I grew up in love. No, the because Kiki she's Palmer, I remember. When... Go ahead, go ahead, big ass. The Kiki that I know of was the one that was spelling words like prestidigitation. Not yes. saying the gag is. Yes, because she's hanging around these sissies, these queens, these, these, these faggots. She's that that gag is like her team. It's a queen behind the scenes somewhere, and they just doing that. And I bet you that queen looking stupid that she's just taking her allegedly, you know. Because a lot of times these women, when you see them chains like that, they hanging around some girl. They hang around queens, and and they take their style and they don't give them credit. Now, if she was a type, it, it, now maybe she have not done this. Maybe she just thought of it herself, or you know. But bitch, she taking that to, she running that in the ground. But that gag is everybody be talking about. I can't act, but that gag is I stay booked. Like girl, sit your black ass down. You was not known to be like that. 
her eyebrows, bitch. She done took her eyebrows. I don't know what the fuck they going into, like into a box. Because she have arched her eyebrows too much. She too pretty to trying to be so grown. Let Be grown gradually. Don't try to force it on us. But the gag is, she's doing it. <laughs> she is forcing that on yeah, us. Yeah, that's, that's the gag. Like, that's the gag. I'm like, bitch, she's all up on the show. But that gag, she's on Jimmy Campbell. Because she knew, bitch, ain't nobody paying attention as me as Kiki Palmer. Spell statistician. You know, I can't even hardly say it. Uh, you talk about spell it. So, what nobody really paying attention to Kiki like that. But she knew how to be a character, and she picked up this character. Again, ripping, stealing the gay lingo to her advantage. Like Orlando Brown. Orlando Brown, well, nobody paying attention to Orlando Brown, but bitch, she took that dick, and he, <laughs> he fucking, and people giving him his life. My blog, honest to God, when I blog, and I talk about sex and post a sex story, it gets a minimum of thirty to about 40,000 hits. I could be talking about Brandy. I could be talking about Donald Trump, this, whatever. But when it's something about sex, my blog thrives. That Orlando Brown thing crashed the site. I was like, wow, girls love that. Wow. And I sit at home by myself, you know, stroking my penis. And I said, ooh, I have all these videos of me and other people. What I don't I just leaked these videos. It's my video, and it's with other folks that happen to do porn. And I said, if, if I leak these videos tonight, I will have, the response will be, it will be criticism. Oh, my God, did you see Wiley? He got a big-ass dick, but he's cross-eyed. But he got a big, you know, I do. And you're going to see the hole in my wall. I have videos, actually, right now that I might leak. On Tumblr, but I need to hear that. If, if, if fifty people hit me up in my inbox, say leak it, I will leak it. You know, I'll have to see the response of it. But yeah, I have videos of fucking people. I have videos of me getting fucked. I have a video of me that I recorded four years ago when this guy I met and him and his boyfriend, and they wanted me to urinate. They said I want to oh piss my on God. you. I didn't know what that mean. And so he said, my boyfriend going to record it, and, 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 and I want you to put it on your site. A couple of years when I first started, I said, and I still have this tape today. And one of the guys moved that line, another one moved somewhere, I don't know. But I still have this video of them just pissing on me and, and, and me pissing on them. But then I got a video, another video on my archive where the guy wanted me to pass gas on him. And you're going to see me explaining, like, oh, I can't pass gas. I'm stopped up. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it, but then he kept on playing with my booty hole, blowing in it and everything, and, bitch, I started passing gas, and you're going to see him coming <laughs> me doing that. I'm honest, like, <laughs> bitch, you think I'm joking. Yes, bitch, he was, he motherfucking came because, and I, because I started passing gas on him. He, he is fascinated smelling dookie, you know, he's fascinated with that. I have, a, I actually have that video. And some of the videos I've actually uh, recorded it them knowing, and some of them I they did not know I was recording um, because I record stuff just in case if they rob me or anything any anything pops off and I have to report it to the police. How can I tell the police? Hey, I got robbed. They need to see evidence. So I have I had a camera in the house, and I have so many videos right now that I might leak. Um, once Marquita come out, then I leak it. 
I, I might leak it once my quitter, or if 50 people hit me up, or if somebody, you know, pay me. Because there's some good videos, some good videos, some freaky-ass videos. Yes. I, so I so that'll let you know, Orlando Brown, he did that to be famous. He did that to get attention. And, I, and if, when you see me leaking that shit of me getting fucked or me shitting on somebody, I actually had a video of shitting on somebody, too. And that was a mistake because I didn't mean to keep recording, bitch. I was stopped up. I'm keeping a real big end. I was yeah, stopped I up. Mean. I was stopped up, and I said, you could hear me in the video saying, I got a shit. I got a I got to shit. And he That's thought I was saying, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Like, bitch, this dick is good. No, I literally had to boo-boo. And this guy was so aggressive. I couldn't move. You holding me down. You, I, bitch, you in there, and my bowels do it too. <laughs> and that's and probably what they wanted. But then again, that's probably what they wanted because, bitch, he did come because he kept doing it. Once I did poop on him, and I didn't even know. And then I came when once I was coming, the poop was coming as well, and that was a good feeling. Oh, was he was touching the G side. Oh. It was a good. It was a. It was a good feeling. So I can understand. See, listen. Let me tell you something. Be careful knocking folks down that like to get shitted on. Until you actually do it, and feel that sensation of you busting a nut and that person shitting on you, hitting that moment, it is. It, it's, it's a great feeling. It's indescribable. You actually have to experience it to know it. And for those, and it is tops. My, it is some tops that love to get shitted on. That loves boo boo. They will tell you, I don't want you to dush. I want you to shit on me. That's what I love. And it is something like that. I've dealt with you. That's the truth. <laughs> I'm being well, honest. Great. You know, I, I know a lot of folks about, I don't believe it, but bitch, you, you ain't that freaky. So stop saying that you freaky just because you like somebody to eat your booty. That ain't freaky like that. Freaky is, bitch, you eat my boo-boo. If that isn't freaky, I don't know what the hell is. <laughs> freaky is, bitch, piss on me. That's freaky. I, I, I get freaky. I don't look at freaky as I like suck a dick. To me, that's kind of normal. Freaky is really what you like to do where a lot of people are really not doing it. They don't really talk about it. You know, that that's freaky to me. Freaky is, um, is how can I put this? You at work. And you on break, and you have to boo boo, and you know your man like that, and you in a car, and you shit all in the in a car, you got the sheets all in the car, and you just boo, he fucking you now, you just shitting all on him and everything. You you kill two birds in one stone because you told your job, you gotta go boo boo, and then you're horny. So you kill two birds in one stone. You do it in the parking lot. You work overnight shift. It's in the parking lot. The lights are off. Bitch, you get your life. I'm just I'm just giving a, a friend story. I'm not giving my story. That's freaky. I, I don't want to hear this. I'm freaky, bitch, and and I love to take dick, and and that's it. That's not freaky. I love to fuck around. That's not freaky, bitch. That's 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 actually natural, and it's okay. But that's very I love. I, yeah, that's kind of normal. But the type of freaky I like, I like a little boo boo. But I had it had to be different. It's a lot of preparation <laughs> with that. A lot of preparation. You get sheets that you don't like. You put it down. You put like different. Um, Palette things the so your, the boo boo won't seep into your mattress. The urine you do it in the shower. I prefer showers. 
Um, if you happen to have a place where you just don't care nothing about your hardwood floors to put piss all on it, then do it. I've seen folks do it. I've done it. And I said, bitch, do you want to go in the shower? He said, no, we're just going to do it in the living room with no furniture around. Just, just we, we fucking pissing on each other. We, you know, that, 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 that is a type of freakiness I do have. And Marquita have that as well. I think that's Marquita character. That's that's her personality. She loved Dookie the piss, and and I just happen to be in this Ooh. body, you know. But that's the Marquita character. So I'm spitting my heart out to y'all because I'm letting y'all know, bitch, you don't really know me like you should. Don't 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 test me. Don't be be careful. Ask me how freaky are you? Because when I give you my answer, you might not like it. Go ahead, Big Ed. What's your close remarks? Because we got, what, four minutes left, talking about sex. I'm talking about Marquita and which it is coming out soon. So I'm like this. I'm cool with it. I mean, if you're cool with it, then, hey, whatever makes you happy. You said whatever makes you happy, huh? (laughs) Whatever makes you happy. Well, thank you so much, Big Ed, for coming on the show. I want to say congratulations. To you and your poetry is everything. So we gotta do like a poetry hour. Yes. Your poetry. Yes, I love your poetry. Um, shout Thank out to you. you for all the help that you have just given me. Yeah. And shout out to what was the character we had with you? Oh my God. Shout out to Jayden. another person. Jaden, I love you. Shout out to the entire cast. And coming soon, I will be interviewing the cast of Intercourse, a new web series that's coming out. Um, the title of it, Intercourse. They will be on the Wiley show sometime this year. And I want the girls to know, coming soon, Marquita will be Get ready, bitches, because once you come out, there is no way for Marquita to go back once she's out, I'm going to the city. Follow me on Twitter at Wiley Show. Go to www.wileyandflash.com. Follow me on Snapchat. Don't follow me on Snapchat. I will release some videos of me dragging out. I'm going to post two on one there. No screenshot. You screenshot. I'm going to do a new new block. I'm going to get into the real position. I'm going to do it. Okay, guys. I'm going to I love you. Um, I know you're with me. <laughs> Oh, look, look at me, she can't even say that. I guess, I guess, all, all without one. <laughs> all without one. Okay, let me play my girl. My girl, Brella, is in the building. Let me play my music. Let me see y'all tomorrow night. Be back, same time, same time. Come on, Brella, give me the show, Yeah. In the mirror